Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We have a whole lot to get to. And it's the direct result of a lot of these sports being in action, which is a beautiful thing. The unfortunate nature of what went on with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 as far as college football is concerned. And as we talked about yesterday, Good luck trying to figure out what's next for college football. Because if you thought the Big Ten and if you thought that the Pac-12 by bagging their season in the fall, holding out hope they can play in the spring was going to lead to like the trickle-down effect immediately, that did not happen. Because the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC are, at least for now, not willing to go in that direction quite yet. And it is amazing to me that all of these commissioners are basically making the calls on whether or not they're going to play or not. And the NCAA, in many ways, is like powerless because you don't have this head of all of the commissioners maybe presenting some sort of unified front. That is what they really should be looking to do. Of course, that's not what they're looking to do. So the moral of the story is it is a total mess trying to figure out who's in, who's out, who's playing, who's not when it comes to college football. But know this, college football coming up, if there is a season this fall, is going to look drastically different. And whenever there is that sense of normalcy, who knows what the ramifications will be for the NCAA and college football and just the overall landscape of college sports as we know them. It's going to be crazy to think about. And it's unfortunate on so many different levels. We all know that. And we all know how some of these college towns from Iowa to Nebraska to Fleegs and his guys and gals over at State College to the Big House to the Horseshoe in Columbus. I mean, these are Americana-type programs where their overall way of life is completely connected and completely tied in 
to college football. Not just the games, not just the end result, the economy of those particular places. The restaurants, the bars, the shops, the buzz that is on, you know, a particular game week, game day. If you've been on one of those college campuses, you know the deal. And to not have that kind of speaks volumes to what 2020 has been in a nutshell. An absolute nightmare. So I have a lot more on that. But we got to get it going with the baseball. First, we'll start with the Yankees. Then we will get to the New York Mets. And for the Yankees, it was a much-needed victory against the Atlanta Braves. And you catch a break, obviously, with Ozzie Albies not being there for Atlanta. Then, of course, you find out earlier in the day that Ronald Acuna is not in the lineup. And you get, to me, a start from Jordan Montgomery in which the box score in many ways does not do justice to how effective and how well he pitched. Because, you know, for somebody who didn't watch the game tonight, if you were at work and you were driving around and... You know, you just getting a chance to hear me for the first time. And let's say you picked up an app and you checked out the MLB box score. You'd see six innings of through-run baseball. And you'd say, oh, it's a solid start for Montgomery. Not spectacular. Box score doesn't do it justice. Montgomery was five shutout innings cruising right along before, you know, the Yankees get out to a monster 8 to nothing lead. And he gives up a couple hits. He's looking to attack hitters. He serves one up to Marcelo Osuna, and he ends up giving up a three-run homer. Don't let that take away from the five innings of real good work that you got from the Yankee lefty. Jordan Montgomery, as we have talked about quite a few times, pitches with poise, pitches with confidence. And, you know, we were talking about the lack at times of mental toughness from a guy like Steven Matz when it comes to wiggling in and out of trouble, when it comes to pitching out of jams and, you know, keeping your composure. Montgomery does a far better job of that. He did in his rookie year. Now he's fully back from the Tommy John surgery. And look, his last start against the Phillies was not very good. But now I look at Jordan Montgomery on the air, and I'm encouraged because two of his three starts, one against the Red Sox, here against the Braves, and then a bad start against the Phillies. To quote Milov, two out of three ain't bad. I am bullish on Jordan Montgomery. I like his stuff. I like his makeup. And I thought he threw the ball very, very well for the Yankees. Quality, quality start. Now let's get to some of the things that kind of irked me about this game because it was far from a perfect Yankee performance. Number one. This is a critique of the Yankee manager. And I think anybody who's listening to this show knows my feelings on Aaron Boone. I think he is an excellent manager. I think he has done a very good job with this Yankee team. Doesn't mean I can't take him to task. I don't get and I don't understand for the life of me. In a five-run game, not a nine-run game, not a ten-run game, a five-run game at Yankee Stadium against an Atlanta team that is a very powerful offense why you would think it is a good idea to take Aaron Judge out of the game. I don't want to hear about the four games he played on the Tropicana Field turf. 
Give him an off day, for goodness sakes, then the following day. I, I, I don't need a three-inning stint in which I got to be holding my breath, hoping and praying that his spot doesn't come up in a meaningful and a significant situation. I hated that move from the Yankee manager. I thought it was lame. I thought it was unnecessary. I thought it was way too cautious. In a 60-game season, I get it. You want to keep Aaron Judge on the field. We all know the significance. We all know how dominant he has been in these first couple weeks. And he hit another moonshot of a home run, a missile, into right center field. Ball left a dent on like one of the advertisements out in the Yankee bullpen. So I get where Aaron Boone is saying, look, I got to get this guy on the field. I got to make sure he's right. That's fine. But in a five-run game, get the win. I'd rather see you give Aaron Judge a full day off and then bring him into the game as opposed to the other way around. So I didn't like that at all. Then you get to the Yankee defense. And the Yankee defense was just sloppy. It was very, very sloppy. There were a couple of miscommunications between Kleber Torres and DJ LeMayu. LeMayu, obviously, is a gold glove caliber second baseman. And we spend a lot of time on the air here. And listen, rightfully so. Getting on and critiquing the defense of Gary Sanchez. Which, oh, by the way, was not great. Again, spotty at best on Tuesday. But I think we should be spending some more time talking about how Gleyber Torres has filled this position. Gleyber Torres, first of all, offensively, has not been as bad as Gary Sanchez, but pretty damn close. I mean, he has been miserable for three weeks. And he is not looked comfortable over at shortstop. So I think we got to be fair about this, Yankee fans. You're going to call and you're going to rip Gary Sanchez to the high heavens. You might as well be fair about Gleyber Torres' defense right now. He's got to step it up. It's got to be better. His performance across the board has not been good enough for two and a half weeks. Yeah, and I hold him to an incredibly high standard. I think you guys know how I feel about Gleyber Torres. He's not been very good. Then you get to the way this bullpen and the lesser guys in this bullpen performed. It's amazing. Luis Sessa is like the cat with nine lives on the New York Yankees. You look up every year and you say, how is this guy not designated for assignment? How has this guy been on the team going all the way back to 2016? It's kind of crazy to think about. He comes in the game, boom. It's like lighting gasoline on a fire couple runners on base. All of a sudden, Aaron Boone realizes this game, I got to use Chad Green. I got to use Adam Adovino. I got to use Zach Britton because David Hale and Luis Sessa could not do their jobs. They were not helped by the poorest Yankee defense. That is true. But when you're playing this stretch of games, you want to have as many fresh relievers as possible. And I get it. Yankee off day on Monday. Yankee off day on Thursday. Maybe you can manage the game a little bit more aggressively. But that better not be an excuse for tomorrow or later on tonight. If Masahiro Tanaka is done, let's say, after five or six innings, I don't want to hear the excuse from Aaron Boone after the game. Well, this is why we couldn't use Chad Green. Or this is why we couldn't use Adam Adovino. No, 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 no. You're off on Thursday. 60-game season. Rays right now winning a bunch of games. They're coming to the stadium next week. You got a chance to go and use those big-time relievers. They got to be ready to go. And 
This Yankee bullpen will look, I think, drastically different. And I think it will look a heck of a lot better once the world is Chapman is back closing games. Because then all of a sudden, Chapman's in the ninth. Zach Britton's pitching in the eighth. You have the flexibility to go to Ottavino and Green in the sixth and the seventh innings. But the more and more I think about the Yankees and what they could look to add if there's going to be activity. And nobody really seems to know and nobody has the slightest idea to what a potential trade deadline could look like. I mean, I don't know. You don't know. The general managers don't know. Because in a 60-game season, how many teams are going to be willing to say, we're out of it, we stink, we're waving the white flag on this year? I don't know how many teams are going to be able to do that or are going to want to do that. Some teams may say, you know what? It is what it is. We're sticking with our roster this year. And I think negotiating during this is going to be tough too because your team like the Yankees or the Dodgers, you're going to be like, I- I'm giving you a top prospect, let's say, for somebody I'm going to have for a month in a shortened season during a pandemic. I-, I don't know if I'm going to be willing to do that. I think a lot of teams are going to be of that mindset. But if I'm thinking about a potential shopping list for the Yankees, you know where I'm starting number one? Bullpen. Bullpen. I think this rotation will be fine. Helps when you have Garrett Cole leading it. It helps that you have Masahiro Tanaka doing his thing. And if you could figure out some mix between Paxton, Montgomery, hopefully Happ at some point straightens himself out. Maybe Cork Schmidt down the road can be an option. But I think the Yankees are okay in that rotation. I'd like to see them go get a bullpen arm to replace Tommy Canley. But that's a couple weeks down the road. In the meantime, the other question you have involving the Yankees is front and center about who is going to be taking these at-bats that are vacant by John Carlos Stanton. And if you saw the injury timetable for his grade one hamstring, you're talking about a month. So, see you in September, as they say. I mean... This actually makes it seem quite normal. The idea that John Carlos Stanton is back on the injury list and the idea that John Carlos Stanton is missing time for this Yankee team. Incredibly frustrating. He's an injury-prone player, and it is what it is. So who steps up in the absence of John Carlos Stanton? Well, two guys ran with it in Tuesday's game. They both play the same position, first base. Luke Voigt, although last year he wore down because of the sports hernia, he has been an incredibly productive player in the regular season. I mean, since he's put on the pinstripes, what? Late July, early August 2018, the guy's done nothing but hit. He hits for power. He gets on base. He had a moonshot three-run homer to kick off this game. But his companion over at first, Mike Ford, is going to get a good look from the Yankees. And I know a lot of you out there are listening, clamoring for Clint Frazier. He's up. We'll see what kind of playing time he's going to get. You're clamoring for Miguel Andujar. And I can understand why. You remember what he did for the Yankees two years ago. But don't sleep on Mike Ford. First of all, he's a left-handed bat. You know that's always going to play. In a lineup for righties, number one. And with that short porch at Yankee Stadium, you like having a guy or two who, dare I say, could take advantage. Ford could take advantage. He works counts. 
gets on base, hits for power. I think in the short term, and it's going to upset some of the Quinn Frazier people out there, Mike Ford's going to get more at-bats. And does that bother me? No. Because everything I've seen out of Mike Ford would warrant that, you know what, he deserves some playing time, more playing time, more of an extended look. But for a guy like Frazier, he's in a lineup, let's say, on Wednesday night. Yankees run him out there. You're in a lineup, make the most of the opportunity. Frazier's role, I think, for now, is going to be to play and to rake against left-handed pitching. I think that, to me, is where the Yankees are going to look to get Quinn Frazier's bat in the lineup. You're not going to play Ford lefty-lefty. You're probably not going to play Tuckman lefty-lefty. But you could either slide Frazier into left field, or you slide him into that DH role, and then maybe you play Tauchman for his defense. So you play Gardner for his defense. But the Yankees have options. And I'm curious to see what that mix is going to be for Aaron Boone. It was not an ideal performance on Tuesday. It was sloppy at times. But when you lose three out of four in Tampa, and you're playing a first-place Atlanta Brave team, go and get a win. They got a well-pitched game out of Montgomery. They hit the ball out of the ballpark. And long story short... The Yankees play well at Yankee Stadium. Whether there are 45,000 people in the building, whether there's nobody in the building. Yankees like that ballpark in the Bronx. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.